Hello, everyone, and welcome to Charlotte View. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareko. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to release the biggest block holding you back from your strongest desire? If so, you are listening to the right show, The Secret Power of You, with Terry Christine. Throughout our highly viewed shows, you and all of the other high vibrational people will experience an influx of inspiration, information, and love in a new and profound way. Just tune in, live or on demand, and share, share, share. During our show, Terry will naturally work with the energy you hold to resolve your deepest issues. Her intuition is used to sense your blockages and help you eliminate the source of your pain. As an intuitive mentor, Terry has mastered the ability to access her own intuition. This allows her to fully envision the struggle, hurt, fears, and anxiety you are currently going through. She helps you change your life by helping you access your own intuition. She has the ability to help you release the pain from the past, realize more clarity in your future, and to obtain a feeling that life is easy or even improve the income you want. Listen up. To all listeners and followers of Charlotte View Quantum Network, Terry has put together a special package with two options just for you. You ask and we listen. Visit charlotteview.net, look on their monthly shows, click on Terry Christine tab, and scroll down to endless possibilities. This is what you want and will give you results. During this segment, learn more about the blocks you take in and the secret power of you. Call in and shift your own energetic blocks and allow room for a more deserving you. To join Terry through her one-on-one coaching, her six-week online program, or her group clearings, please contact Terry Christine, www.terrychristine.com. That's T-E-R-R-I-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E.com or find her at Facebook at Terry Christine. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 12 noon EST, join Charlotte View and listen to our shows by programming your alarm to never miss a show. We have your answers. Go to www.charlotteview.net under monthly shows. Now, discover with us the secret power of you. Thank you, Danny, and welcome, everybody, to this show that is sure to magnify your money magnificently. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds so superb. It sounds like we're going to get tons and tons and tons of whatever our hearts desire. So... Terry is going to explain us how that works, and she's going to get callers that are already waiting for the opportunity to blast away blockages, to find where in our lives we created that blockage. If there's a belief that we have around that, that is preventing us to release that block, and to understand the magic of doing that. It is so simple that you're going to be amazed. So, and also, she has some information on some seminars. The book is finally here. 
the book with the same name of the show, The Secret Power of You, is out and about, and people are raving about it. So you can go to her website, terrychristine.com, and get the book, or maybe she can explain us where else to get it. Um, So as always, if at any moment you wish to jump the long list of callers, you can opt for Take My Call. And this is just so easy. And it's most a thank you for Terry Christine and everything that she does. Um, if you are in the chat room, we're going to take also call, um, comments or questions on this, on this um, chat room. Or if you are listening and you are ready to post a question or you want to be considered, press 1. That way... We know you want to ask a question. So now let's bring Terry to the show. Hey, Terry. Hi, Claudia and everyone. Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. It is an exciting day. I love, love, love this topic. I love magnifying. I love money and I love magnificence. That word is huge in my vocabulary. I love that. So thank you. I'm grateful. Well, we are as well because um, I, I don't, I don't. There's nobody on this earth that doesn't wish to have more than enough, and just release all those uh, thoughts or the or or those ideas that we need to struggle or to earn that in a certain way, or else we want. Or when we wish something, we have to okay. Make it smaller so God or someone is going to be offended if we if we have a big, big, big dream or ask. And we actually can, don't we? That's right. You know, if we get outside of our head and trust beyond what we see, feel, and know, meaning with the physical eyes and the physical ears, and knowing that you are completely surrounded and supported, It allows you to trust and magnify the intent that you're setting for yourself. So everyone here I know are heart-centered individuals or they wouldn't be here. And knowing that everything is energy, including ourselves, we just have a deeper, denser self, and that's why we look in the mirror and we look as if we're separate. However, we are energy and everything inside of us, including our thoughts. And so when we are magnifying what it is that we truly want, there has to be a few caveats attached to it. First off, trust. Second, the gratitude. And third is knowing, completely knowing, that it is right there for you. What we end up having to do with ourselves is that we focus on the eyes and we allow or we're taught that, you know, what you see you believe or, you know, what your eyes are showing you is the truth when that is a lie in itself. And when you allow yourself to see beyond what your physical eyes are seeing, that means when you're meditating and visions come into your head or when you get flashes, when you're speaking to someone, that's seeing beyond with your physical eyes, trusting messages that are coming to you and when you're living in that space and trusting beyond a doubt then you allow yourself to supersize some of the things that you're truly desiring 
Now, a lot of people I talk about are, well, the two main topics that seem to be the most prominent in people's lives are money and love. And that's why I really am going to dig this this um, topic today because it's how everyone can shift this thought and this energy around money, meaning that when we're growing up, and if you really think about your childhood, our parents were probably saying things like, you know, you have to work hard in order to get what you want. You have to have a college degree to make six figures. You have to make sure you're focused on the topic or, excuse me, the, the the um, product or, or end result, you know, the college degree or college, whatever you want to do in your life, um, a career, things like that. I'm getting stuck on the C word, career. <laughs> there it is. And what it is that you want. And then see yourself doing it. However, what happened to the feeling yourself doing it? <laughs> we get stuck in the seeing versus feeling. And so when you're bringing forth abundance, you have to first, again, gratitude. Be grateful for everything you have right here, right now. And when we start focusing on what we don't have, it becomes a form of lack. So when you're reflecting back on your childhood, I mean, I'm sure, Claudia, you had a few of your family and you know, mom and dad and whoever else telling you, oh, darling, you must have a college degree or work really hard or money doesn't grow on trees. You know those words. Did you hear some of that at home, Claudia? That one, the, old, the last one, my dad was always saying that. And, and there was a lot of frustration along with those words or, or just this connotation that how can you not see it? Like, like, how dumb are you that you don't figure it out, that money doesn't grow on trees? So, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. So then it gave you a form of, well, how do I get it in the first place? I have to mm-hmm. struggle. I have to work 40-plus hours to get an extra vacation or make sure I get a nicer dryer or washing machine or even a nicer car. I don't, I'm constantly buying used cars, but I have to work an extra, you know, 10 hours a, a month in order to save for it in two years to buy a nicer car, a new car. Delete, delete, delete. Delete, delete. Everything around that, delete. Those were simple lies that were brought into our parents' household, and they choose or chose to believe those many beliefs from their parents. And then there's the story, then to their parents, and then to their parents. And then we're, we've created this space that where is the money and I need to struggle to get it. And so what I've found is over time working with thousands of clients that there's this really weird stranglehold of money that it's a, it's a form of where we look at it as a survival mechanism. I must have it. I have to have it. I can't live without it. And then when, when you hear me saying that, you're like, well, how do I pay my bills without it? How do I eat without it? However, if you're utilizing that focus and holding that energy wrapped around that word money, you're creating lack to that money. I got to have it. I got to have it. And then you end up constantly struggling to get it. When you're living in the space of trusting and knowing, 
there's a little story. You know, I love my stories, but I, I do them because I lived where I am. And so I had to take the baby steps where I'm helping all of you listeners get to. So I know what it takes. I did it. I remember getting on my hands and knees at my bed and telling the universe I finally gave up staring at my bank account and credit cards, begging for more clients, begging for more money in order to have X, Y, and Z. When I finally got on my knees and looked up and put my hands together and I said, from this day forward, I'm going to stop going to my online bank account. I'm going to stop worrying about everything because I know that I live in service. I know I help people profoundly. And I know that I am being supported in every way. And let me tell you one thing, Claudia. When I did that, and I did it from my heart, and I did it from my gut, and everyone listening, so take this in. The gut is the portal of emotions. It's right there at your stomach area. That is your solar plexus. But I said those words so profoundly, feeling the emotions around it, feeling the love within my heart, knowing I can do it. And when I did it, everyone, next month, I had an increase of income, following month, following month, and it uh, it went up from there. And every month I say to myself, okay, here it comes, universe, because we don't know where our clients are coming from when you're an entrepreneur. You just know that they're there. And every month or every week and every other day, someone calls me out of the blue, a referral, or they heard me on the Telesummit or podcast or here on, on Seaview or wherever they find me on Facebook, and they present themselves to me so that I can help them. But it really is living the life just like that, trusting and knowing that you can magnify money magnificently because money is simply just energy. Does that all make sense? It does. It does. And, and I understand the okay. process because I guess all of us have, in one point of our lives, been there, and and you know you have your clients and you're like, okay, okay, I'm supported. And then one of those clients said, oh, I'm not going to continue. And you're like, oh, oh my God, no, no, hold on, hold on, you have to trust, you have to trust. And then someone else comes and joins, or someone else that brings you an opportunity. Something always happens, but. Keeping that faith and that trust, that is the only, I think that's the only thing that we need to do. It's just just stay in faith, stay in in happiness, in joy, and in knowing. And it sounds very, very easy, but sometimes that's the hard part. Well, you know how you can make it even more easier? I just, I have a client, I have a nine-month program. It's my one-on-one nine-month intuitive development. And she she reaches out and says to me, Terry, I feel like I may be making a mistake. Maybe I'm not doing what I should be doing in this intuitive world. So when I got on the phone with her, and again, it was about money, and I said for her to stop and reflect back, take her life back five years, and hone in to the path that took her to where she is today. And when I did it, I actually went back about five years myself, and I remember I was being presented uh, a retreat to do with two other people. And as that retreat was developing, it didn't come together because my daughter ended up getting sick and going into the hospital for six weeks. 
And so the retreat had to stop. But then after she healed, that I ended up talking to one of the, the you know, there were three of us, so one of the partners in this, and he put together a group of people to talk about something else. And there was this guy from uh, Hawaii on the line, and his phone kept cutting off. And I wanted to hear what he was saying because bits and pieces of what he was saying was so resonating with me. And then from there, he helped me open up. He triggered something in my head and opened up for me to do an online meetup group. And then six months later, there were certain regulations about meetup. I had to close it. But then a girl that was in the meetup group opened up an opportunity for me to do group energy clearings in a Bethesda salt cave here in Bethesda, Maryland, that I currently still do. And then from there opened up, you see, so I went back myself and I said, okay, because remember, I lived this world of lack because I was born to teenage parents. So you can imagine how many times our electricity was cut off. And so, and we had three kids, myself and my brother and sister, and we were all born by the time my mom was 18, and we were not triplets. So oh, now wow. think about the lack. Uh-huh. That's a serious lack <laughs> there. And so, you know, I had to pull myself out of all that lack, all of the feelings of not feeling deserving, had to work till the cows came home, you know, not going to get any money if you don't have a college degree, and so on and so forth. All of those things they told me and everything they made me believe, I had to literally struggle and let it grow, right? Struggle, which I would already learn to do, but then let it go, which was the easy part. (laughs) We think it's the hard part, but technically that is actually the easy part. Well, as I reflected moving up to where I am today, it helped me really be in even more gratitude of knowing, wow, there are no coincidences in this world. I had and still have a complete open mind to know that I'm being supported, know that these opportunities are opening their doors to me and I'm growing and expanding because that's the purpose we're here to do. Everyone is here to grow and expand. That is the purpose. Everything besides that is a choice. So if you take the moment and just sit back, close your eyes, reflect back where you are today and all the opportunities that opened up, every day is better and better. Every breath is better and better. And we see, even though, now I know some people might think, oh, I need to live here, oh, I need this. Well, it's a lot better than it was yesterday because you're experiencing new things. You're here listening to this. And whatever it is that you had yesterday, you're having today. Maybe even the sun is brighter. And so when we move in and know that we are expanding and growing, we are open opportunities, we're letting go of limiting beliefs, if you're seeing them come up, it's your opportunity to work, get something, you know, done with that, meaning listen to these shows, read my book, uh, work with an intuitive. I mean, I'm, I, I'm saying that energetically, the limiting beliefs and blocks are in your subconscious. And sometimes we get to the point where we just cannot do it ourselves. A, a doctor cannot operate on themselves. So even with me, when I'm triggered, I do have a support mechanism. I do. There's a pattern. And I'm like, nope, I see it. I'm going to take action on it, and I'm going to do something about it. And I do reach out to my support system. So in this case, knowing 
that when you see even the slightest pattern allows yourself to take the opportunity to heal from it so you can let it go and go in the direction of where you want to be. That all does have to do with money. So I didn't go off the beating track talking about this. It really does. Now, I want to really talk about that word. So you confirmed to me, Claudia, that money as a role on trees because that's what you said, that and dad was like you're a caregiver and dad is awesome and dad, you know, we're born into this little body and our parents or our caregivers, you know, are the ones who put the roof over the head, create the safety, feed us, nourish us and tells us the truth. So that's and here we are owning that truth, which is just a lie because his parents told him that and his great his grandparents and great grandparents and so on and so forth. So when you think about the word, it's all stemming from strangulation or lack. We gotta have it, can't have it, how do we get it, don't have it, right? Back and forth, tug of war. So instead, shifting very quickly out of that, change the word. Don't use the word money. Use the word energy or use the word abundance. That way, what you've been taught and learned about that stranglehold of that word, so let go. This is the easy way. Don't even have to use the word. That way, everything that's cemented, blueprinted, crushed in, sewn in, whatever, in that word is gone because you're not even using it. Let it go. Use abundance or use energy. I'm free-flowing energy. I am full of energy. I'm full of love and abundance. Abundance is mine. I magnify abundance magnificently. It is flowing through my being. I know what I want. I have it. I am it. I be it. I love it. You see, when you're living in that space, doesn't it shift the energy away from all that yuckiness attached to that word when you're talking about a new word that is full of freeness, of full of great grace, ease, effort, effortless, kindness, you know what I'm saying? All of that energy wrapped around abundance. Abundance reminds me of a stream. Abundance reminds me of fireworks. Abundance reminds me of happiness and joy and playing and laughter and party and fun. You know, and so when you're focusing on the energy, right, of that word abundance and energy, then you're living and magnifying that which you want when it comes to money. Does that make sense? Uh, totally. Yep. It does. Okay, so there. Are we ready now, for our callers? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start in Colorado, and this is Marilyn, and so we're going to help Marilyn with her prosperity, abundance, and magnificent her. So Marilyn, welcome to see you, and I'm going to take down other callers. So I'm going to go mute now while you introduce to Hi, Terry. This is Marilyn. Hi, Marilyn. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you taking guided action. So kind of you. Oh, oh well, thank you for supporting me in this journey. It's really nice to meet you. Um, so the topic is just perfect and right on for me. Uh, I have been moving towards releasing limitations, working on opening to the joy of love and abundance that I am. And I realize and recognize that I do have some, um, probably some beliefs that uh, are, are a little bit old and need to be cleared. And so I'm wondering if you might be able to help me with that. 
Yep. As soon as you said hello, I heard dad. <laughs> so you have a very strong dad block. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 So let me yeah. uh, give me, I'm, I'm going to give a little quiet space here. I know it's live radio. However, just give me a space so I can connect into sure. your, um, the age here. Let me, well, you were pretty young here. Hold on. Three, three. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Give me a second. So it's probably pretty funny. As soon as I closed my eyes, I saw, forgot what those big flowers that people buy that um, you can buy them in any market smell really um, pungent but beautiful smell. Orchid, big, not orchid, but big, whatever they're called, lily orchid okay. something. And lily. then when I looked at it, okay, there you go. And I looked at it and I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean about money? And then I saw a rocket in the middle and I saw the rocket go off. So, your dad must have been projecting something about a bed of roses or something about, you know, everything looks good, but in reality, you know, you have to, um, okay, let me talk this out because having a rocket go off, meaning sure. um, you get to that point where uh, I'm hearing college, I'm hearing, you know, you have to gather everything together in order to get to that point where the energy behind you shoots you off, meaning college, you know, are you getting straight A's? Are you, um, you know, knowing what you do, listen to what you do, don't do bad. Oh, I felt that. <laughs> are you being a good, yeah, are you being a good girl? Are you, oh, my gosh, did your dad say that when you were, I could feel that. Yeah. Like when you were doing your homework, are you doing good, honey? Are you do, are you being a good girl now? Are you getting A's? Are you getting your Are you doing your homework now? Do you understand? Are you standing up in class? Is that what your dad was saying? I can feel that. <laughs> uh, well, my father, like your parents, was a teenage dad, and um, he was. We were very poor. We lived with his parents, and he he struggled. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that he um I don't know that he took that much interest in my schoolwork but um my parents uh did um eventually put me in a private uh girls catholic school in an effort mm-hmm. to to try to you know I don't know jump start my life mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. there's some there's some uh there's some yeah definitely I could see some truth in that yeah mhm Mhm. So what? And you know, you it just I got a flash in my head. Remember we talked about flashes. That yeah. my dad was a long long haul truck driver, but when he came home, he didn't take interest in our school work. But what he did say is, "Are you doing good? You better be listening to your mom. You better be getting straight A's. Are you a good girl? Are you doing good?" And that was pretty much the only attention that I did get besides him telling me, go get him something out of the refrigerator or turn the TV channel and all that. And we did that because we, he wasn't around a lot. And so we did it with love because we thought, well, he's giving us attention, so we're just going to run around and do all that. But yeah. in the case when it came to money, you know, mm-hmm. my dad worked so hard, just like your dad, being in that space of what, we thought, you know, you have to work all the time. You have to work so much that you're away from home for months at a time. And so when you have a parent who's struggling with money and they're the one you look up to with love. So if he wasn't around a lot or when he was, when he was, you're saying, okay, are you a good girl? Then you're getting attention. 
Because the little yeah. attention he gives you is like, oh, he's looking at me. So he yeah. obviously he's working hard. He must be doing something right. So we have to struggle. We have to struggle to get what we want. And when we get it, it's like we can take a little vacation or maybe we can get a thing of ice cream. Oh, yay. So we know how to get mm-hmm. our money because we have to work really hard to get it. So delete, mm-hmm. delete, delete. And then um, so you find that when you are, oh, I just felt shakiness there. Uh, you're not on shaky ground, huh? <laughs> you got, you got some, mm-hmm. something going on in your life that's a little unshaky? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I just felt that. I just picked that up. So um, now every okay, let's let's just dig into this now. So yeah. because when you feel unshaky, then the number one thing we gravitate towards is money or the energy of money if something else is unshaky, meaning a relationship, a career, car, you know, whatever, vacation, whatever it is. If we're mm-hmm. finding that something is unshaky or shaky, right, shaky in our life, right. being shaky, yeah. Um, yeah. then the first thing we think of, oh, do I have the money to support this? Do I have enough money in the bank account? Because it's going to take something or or it's going to be taken away. Like, oh, my job is causing me troubles and I have to be here so I have to cancel my vacation, all the money that I spent, right? Or, right. oh, my boyfriend is living with me and we're raking up. And, oh, my gosh, i got to move. You know, and money is always attached to that. So when we yeah. find that something is shaky in our life, then the first thing we think of is money. So delete, 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 especially when someone like yourself, had a teenage parent that always struggled. So yeah. we want to make sure if our we're, that, that programmed pattern within us is struggle, then the first thing we think of, the stranglehold of money. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Is that how you're feeling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, there yeah, you go. Exactly. All right, so, yep, so let's clear that. Let's clear it. So okay. when if you if you've not heard um, if you've not followed me before, I do tell people to take a deep breath in through their nose and out through the mouth. So let's just start with that. Take a deep breath in and out through your mouth. And the purpose for that is life is within your lungs. Lung, lungs are life. When you expand your life, meaning the energy within your lungs, you are expanding that which you are truly desiring, right? And wanting to let go. And then when we release it, you're setting the energy. You're releasing any stagnant energy that's in your lungs. And you're releasing anything that is keeping you from, so you're moving it. We want to be able to move some energy right before we shift, right? <laughs> it's all right. <awesome> be. <laughs> yeah. All right. So everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from feeling whole, with purpose, being, being known, being heard, Stable, stable in your actions, words, deeds, thoughts, moving forward, stable in your movement, stable in your walking. As you are moving forward, feeling stable, everything around you is stable, your thoughts are stable, being in, within, you within that stable cocoon, within that houses your soul, meaning your body, mind, and spirit, everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from being, living, owning, truly vibrating with stable, uncreate transmute and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from supersizing abundance, abundance and joy, abundance and gratitude, abundance and love, abundance and peace, abundance with oneness, abundance and knowing, abundance of just being, 
abundance of smiling, abundance of laughter, abundance of adventure, abundance of all that and more, the abundance of feeling, the abundance of the emotion of all those things. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from severing the ties to all the lies that little dad told you from the moment you were born. From that you're expensive now that you're here <laughs> to a, where it's expensive to buy baby food and diapers. It's expensive to live. Delete, 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 delete. That was a big one. Delete. Wow. Across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from erasing the whiteboard. No longer feeling that it's expensive to live. That with breathing, you're living. Laughter, you're living. Fun and adventure, you're living. Walking down the street, you're living. And that is full of abundance. All that energy and more. Uncreate, transit, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from getting out of your head. Right here, right now, right here, right now, right here, right now. Bringing it into your heart. Bringing it down to the rest of your body. Flowing freely within this energy of abundance. Knowing you are living in the present space right here, right now. Fully owning and operating within the source God energy, higher self, light, love, knowing you are that true essence, a soul in a body, living the abundant soul life. Yes, yes, yes. Uncreate, transit, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Take a deep breath in through your nose, Marilyn, and everyone else listening, and out through your mouth. letting it go once and for all getting out of your head into your heart mind spirit into all of that the mindfulness when I said mind the mindfulness mindfulness meaning everything around you so from now on Marilyn right here listen birds wind leaves they're all out there singing to you all of it the abundance of joy, the sun out there on your skin. Maybe coworkers, they're down the hall laughing. Say, oh, wow, I'm hearing the laughter. Yay, everybody's happy. <laughs> Uncreate, transient, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. All right, how are you feeling there? Good. I did feel a clearing. That's uh, awesome. That is awesome. I love you tremendously. Live in your oh, body. Get you, out of sir. your head. Let it go. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you so much. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you, Marilyn. So now we're going to New Mexico, and this is Eileen. She is in the chat room. So she says, I have a question about clearing depth and the energy of lack. What is the best way to create abundance and shift out of the energy of debt. Of debt, of debt. Okay, so yes. that is lack and then debt. Um, so first off, don't keep looking at it. <laughs> Meaning, you know, don't look at your credit cards, don't look at the bills. Um, and then, you know, when I was able to shift some of my own debt, when the bill came in, I would hold it to my heart 
and say I'm fully grateful to have had this opportunity. So may it been, you know, even the electric bill. I hold the gratitude of keeping my home warm or cold, the lights on, and being able to live within that space, right? And then you, there's a, you're, you're anchoring in into, oh, my God, here we go. Oh, my God, I can't do it. Oh, my God. So when you're living in I can't do it or I don't know how I'm going to do it or how am I going to get out of it, then you're in this vortex of energy just swirling around, pulling you down, right? First, the number one is trust. In order to get out of if it's massive debt or even a little debt that's uncomfortable, is you trust beyond what you see. What happens, here's a, here's a good way of explaining it. So let's say you want a pair of shoes. And the shoes you want, you've always been told that you have to buy them with money, right? We have to either buy with a credit card or buy it with cash. Somehow we have, if we want them, we have to buy them. But what we lose focus on is that even though we specific or we want a specific pair of shoes, may be a certain brand, that we think in order to get exactly like that, we have to use a credit card or cash, right? But focusing on other ways that will allow us to magnify it by gifts, by uh, people bringing things to work that no longer serve them, like shoes that don't fit, or neighbors cleaning the closet, and they bring it to work, because that's where all the friends are, right, to share the abundance, and then finding them in uh, uh, consignment stores or Goodwill, things like that, finding them, yes. I've helped people manifest the things they've wanted by allowing themselves to see beyond what their physical eyes are showing them. So when it comes to debt, allow yourself to know that there are multiple ways of allowing yourself to live free and out of it. That so, and I just heard programs. So if it's a, it's a good example, electric bill. Your electric bill, for whatever reason, is about three times bigger than it was before. You're like, oh, my gosh, because I've heard people that have happened to them. There, when, you're, when you're living in the space of trusting that everything is going to work out no matter what, that the universe is going to present opportunities no matter what, then doors open where neighbors need gift you some extra funds, where that a program through the electric company, they gift you a discount, and then they're helping you work through the payments, payment plan, a payment plan through the entire year. I've heard those kind of programs. So there are ways in order to get around the debt by trusting and knowing outside of what you see and hear and knowing that everything is going to work out pleasantly, a pleasantly surprised I hear, when you are focusing and opening opportunities to allow it to happen. So right before you go to bed, just simply say, what will it take, universe, for opportunities, endless opportunities, let's add that, to present themselves so that I can help myself out of this struggle and pain. Because that's really what that feels like, struggle and pain. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from that and more on create, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. But it's your responsibility, my friend, to focus 
in on opportunities and taking guided action to step into it. So if somebody's willing and able to say, oh, my gosh, here, my brother is with this company that, you know, helps people in struggle and it's with their electric bill. And, and if you don't call, well, how do you think that's going to happen? So you have to step into opportunities that are being presented and then feel it in your body. Feel the essence. Is this good? Is this right? Is this for my higher self? Or mm, maybe I should wait. Hmm, what does this make it? This, what does this feel like? Is this the truth within where I need to go? So you don't have to step into any scamming or anything like that. You feel into what that opportunity is and make it happen. Life is to be lived with ease and grace. We will have wealthy, meaning the uncomfortable, ple- pleasant, and unpleasant, uncomfortable moments in our life. So if you were brought up, to live in struggle and the debt piled on and or maybe even this this is another way of looking at money you have been shown that your parents struggled and then they overcome that burden and then they celebrate struggle overcome that burden and they celebrate it's a pattern that they've created that they wanted to be able to reflect back and tell everybody I did that and because I did that I'm really great and that's great everyone is great however then they constantly create these patterns of chaos to overcome it and then to show everybody they overcame it so if you reflect back if your parents or your caregivers similar to that type then let that go That no longer serves you. We no longer have to live in struggle to celebrate. We can celebrate our life every day. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Wow. Take a deep breath in, everyone, on that one. That was a big one. Wow, wow, wow. Somebody listening has got that pattern of struggle and then party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see that one, that, you know, that pattern of, oh, and I lost everything, and then, oh, I gained it back, oh, I lost everything, oh, I gained it back. So, uh, thank you for releasing that. So, now we're going to go to North Carolina, specifically to Wake Forest, North Carolina, and let's bring Sharon to the show. Hi, Claudia and Terry. Hey, Hi, Karen. Um, Terry, I met you at a fair, and you said one powerful thing that has really helped me, that um, as far as mm. energy exchange, you know, um, if you're yeah. feeling exhausted after doing something, the energy exchange isn't balanced. That's um, right. I've been, working, I've been working on that tremendously, um, and like you said, being an entrepreneur, starting out on your own, um, firing because spirit had me fire all my jobs and I've been in surrender and I'll open up my plan and say, okay, God, um, I ask you to send what's for my highest good, fill this calendar, send the clientele, open up the, the doors for fin- the finances to flow. Um, I find myself being a little a place of fear sometimes, like, oh, my goodness, it's coming. What am I going to do? And then sometimes I feel bad to still charge people, you know, because I feel like, you know, some people don't have it. So I'm trying to shift myself out of that. As far as abundance flowing, it's picking up for me because I'm practicing surrender but struggling with feeling bad um, for charging okay. people. Okay. That's right. 
And so I, and then when I heard you say hello, I heard a little resistance. So yeah. I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing that. But what I just heard is you're struggling with um, the scale, the duality, is that mm-hmm. we feel like, well, like you said, oh, I feel bad to charge certain people. Or, you know, and then on the other scale, well, you got to pay a bill, right? Yes. So what is happening is that, and I, I remember feeling that same way many, 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 many years ago, and realizing that when a, someone is living in lack and struggle, that they are, um, especially when it comes to healing work or service providers, that will find that there's this um, tug of war with energy, meaning I want to help you, um, but I want you to help me. I want you to pay me, but I can't pay you. You know, that, that struggle back and forth is the energy, right? And yeah. the one person says they want it, the one living in struggle, and the one person knows they can give it, and, and they have some lack. However, when you're giving to an individual that's already living in struggle and they can't afford it, where are their lacks already, right? Meaning mm-hmm. their their thought patterns and what got them there and where they want to be. Because there, and I'm not saying that everyone is like this. I'm I'm honing in onto a particular individual that you were working with because <laughs> I can feel their energy. Yeah. And so here, as the one that knows that everything is energy and the other one is still wanting to learn that everything is energy, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. where can you help them that can supersize them in a profound way? So by helping them see some of their living beliefs definitely is number one. So being that entrepreneur and the provider, you can easily provide a tidbit or a key to helping them step up into what it is that they desire without giving a full-blown session. So number one, you're giving them value. They're receiving value. They're receiving help, but they're also being able to step into it. You'll find that some, some, as I say some, will continue because they live in struggle and they're going to continue to live in struggle until they, they figure their way out of it, right? So they figure yes. their way out of it. And some don't figure it out because they still live in the lack. And then they'll grab and grab and grab and grab until they can figure it out or not figure it out. But for mm-hmm. all of us, it's not our responsibility to help to, well, I mean, be, I'm being very sensitive to what, because this is a very sensitive topic. It's, it's our responsibility for ourselves, and when we focus on ourselves, meaning being in service, not selfish, being in mm-hmm. service, we know internally what to provide, how to shift, how to help, how to be part of the environment that is around us. So if someone's coming to us and they can't afford it, then there are other ways that we can help them in order for them to move into what it is that they truly want and desire, right? Okay, yeah. There's so much out there that can help anyone in any level of income or abundance or whatever it is they're choosing to say it is, right? 
And so when you are valuing what it is that you are providing, that value must have an exchange of some sort. Because if you're constantly giving without any receiving, that's where I believe, I remember talking to you, Sharon, is that we get worn out. At the end of the day, we're in the bed. We can't get out for days. Or we're we're feeling like we have a cold or achy all over. Mm -hmm. So the exchange can be something like a barter system. Well, like if you're really wanting to help someone and you know that they can do something for you, hey, bake me a pie or you know, they, they're a neighbor and, they're, and you can trust them with childcare or something mm-hmm. that you feel like you can help someone. But in your heart and in your mind, when you know that that selective person is going to receive on a profound way, then you can choose to say, oh, I'm going to gift you this piece or this portion or this, this whatever. But until then... We have to understand that when we, it's like working um, at work. Here's a, here is a prime example, interns. My daughter was an intern, and I know several other kids that were interns right in college or right out of high school. So in order for them to go in the next step, you have to intern for certain college courses. And mm-hmm. my one daughter was doing everything was really going out over and beyond. She'd start working, it asked her to work late, or one person realized that she could do Excel spreadsheets and somebody else in the office wanted her to do it. And then before she knew it, she had 10 people. She was only hired to support two. But what was happening, because she was so good and so generous with what she was giving, that they wore her out. And in the end, she became brittle, angry, resentful, and she didn't want to do any more interning. So when she realized what she was doing, I told her the next time she interns, do what she can as best as she can, but make sure that whatever she's giving, what is it that she's receiving? Because sometimes what will happen is not intentional. People will start pulling at you just like it happened Mm -hmm. as she was an intern. And because she's Mm -hmm. such a giver, as entrepreneurs end up starting as, that there'll be so much pulling at you. There has to be a balance within your energy and the energy of others. So I'm not saying that you can't gift people. I'm saying that you have to live within the balance of your being because you will end up being pulled so much that you'll be depleted. And you know exactly how that feels. Yes, I agree. Um, And I did gift the client with mentoring her for a month, and it has turned into three or four months, and it's been very overwhelming. And she even tried to guilt me, and I said I deserve to be paid for my services. And then eventually when I said something, she did pay me, but she still reaches out, and I'm just like, you know what, but it's taught me that I can't go around gifting everybody with things because I will be exhausted. That's right. And so for everyone listening, because this is a big uh, lesson to be learned, and especially at the beginning of a business or service-related thing, is that, yes, I know we want to be givers we, because we feel as we give, we receive, and it, it feels so good from our heart and soul. But we have to do, we do, we must have a form of balance. And it's, it's 
just setting your boundaries too because sometimes we can say no. And if people are doing energy work or service, just like my daughter is an intern, you know, it wore her out because she gave. And that's with anyone, even um, babysitters that does, you know, the, the people that hire them, oh, can you stay an extra 20 minutes? Can you stay an extra 30 minutes? And before you know it, it's resentment. And we don't want to get to that stage. So let's clear this while we have some time um, about. Thank you our boundaries and and feeling good about living in our beautiful energy. So let's take a deep breath in and out through the mouth. Yeah. Everywhere and anywhere keeping you from being within one. Oneness of source, one with the of source God light, one with that energy of who you are. Feeling good about knowing that you can simply say, I love you, however, I'm so sorry. That is not, or that isn't, or I can't, or I shouldn't, or I won't, whatever it is, fill in the blanks, delete, 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 uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and everywhere, everyone listen to this, everywhere and everywhere that's keeping you from valuing yourself valuing your energy, valuing your movements, your thoughts, your actions, valuing who you are on a very profound way. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from letting go of what others think you should be doing being puppeted. (laughs) There you go. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from stepping beyond your threshold, beyond what you think is expensive, beyond what you think you should receive, beyond what you think you should give, Feeling the energy of value, feeling the energy of love, of stepping into it with ease and grace. I want to work with you here. I know you can do this for me. And I want to gift this to you. I'm receiving your love as I am giving love, the even exchange of that energy. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Take a deep breath in through your nose. And out through your mouth. I want to add one more thing, and I'll make it really quick. And it flashed upon me, is that sometimes also when we do end up giving, giving, giving without receiving, it does cause the others on the other end to not be feeling the value of themselves like, oh, if I'm going to get this for free, I can get it from anyone. Or, oh, it's not going to work because it's for free. Because I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. Sure. Uh, yep, yep. And so even though you're doing the same exact thing, it does work with whatever you're doing and providing to your clients. They have to value and step into the value. Because also some will say, oh, I need it for free, and then think that, well, you know, I didn't get everything that I needed. And they're not valuing, even though they did. When someone is giving an exchange of something, may it be it not just the abundance or energy, meaning money, 
like I said, barter or some form of an exchange, that they're feeling like they have to do that energy in order to receive it. And then they're feeling like, you know, I, I do. I know I'm doing this. I'm giving her value too. And she's receiving my value too. And yes, thank you. Do you see, do you feel that energy wrapped around that? Yes. Yeah. So it's okay to to live in your boundaries. It truly is okay to to say, I'm so sorry. I gave I produced, you received, I love you, adios. You know, it really is okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Sharon. Thank you. It's good to talk to you. Thank you, Sharon. You're welcome. Okay, so uh, we have four minutes still, and we have Keisha. Can we get her quickly, or how is your time, Terry? Let's bring her on. Yep, let's bring her on. Okay, Keisha, let's try one more flashing the Hi. energy plugs. <laughs> Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm great. I loved, I loved everything you were telling people. I was like, this, a lot of the stuff, you know, was pertaining to me. So I thought it was great. Um, I really realized that I have not, had a steady job. I've just been temping for a while. And um, I kind of got to like, <laughs> yeah, I kind of got to. I stop to you right really... here really quick. Just stop real quick. Okay. You do have a job. Temping, if you've been doing it, that is a job. Uh, so that's why okay. I laughed because okay. you're saying I haven't had a steady job. So I, and I used yeah. to temp. But I would tempt from mm-hmm. one to the other to the other to the other. And and then I started, mm-hmm. this was yes, when I was a baby, so you're a baby, that, you uh-huh. know, I, I would tell people, oh, I don't have a steady job. Hello? When you're temping, you do, because it's just a temporary position in that place. Then you go to the next one, and you're a temporary position in that place. But you've got a steady job. Okay. See how you can <laughs> shift it? Shift it. Yeah. Shift it. Okay. 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 Well, I got, um, so I kind of like had uh, my money. I got really low and a friend of mine wound up giving me some money just out the blue, which was great. And I took a job, I took a temp job and the lady, it was just so much work. It was so much energy. And I was like, how the job wound up ending. Thank God we wound up getting this big blow up. And I was just wondering how, I I felt I was working like a slave. I never did so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I wasn't getting paid properly and I was just you know, but I said something was better than nothing. And I was just wondering wh- what can I do to I guess I try, I want a steady income. I want steady income, I want steady flow, I want a lot of opportunities. And I was just wondering what's going on like why did I attract that? Or Yeah. So first off, um when you have um, a position that's a temp, they're supposed to screen that better. So, you know, you're stepping into one thing thinking that you're doing something. And when you get there, it's like, uh, no, <laughs> what is that? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I get when you're in that space that you, you know, well, I stepped into it and I might as well do the best I can. So right. when, so where, okay, hold on. Let me, Keisha, hold on. Oh, you got mom okay. stuff. Um, okay, so they're saying, they're saying, um, it reflects, your mom has a lot to do with this. 
like un, unfinished business. Like, do you, do, if you think about your mom, does she mm-hmm. does she start a lot of projects and not finish them, or does she start with um, stepping into um, conversations or a small little project, knitting or something? Look at her, uh, the detail with her. What does she do? A lot of things, not a lot. Delete that word because it's going to be hard. You got to really think about this. She's stepping into well, not, some not things. Not really. I she she used to paint and she kind of gave it up. She she had a scholarship to go to college uh, stuff and everything, and she had a got pregnant. Her mother told her, um, you know, there's no black artists out here. You know, go on and take that secretary job. Oh jeez. And oh, so she. So she kind of gave that up and did that. And I know she also had like a T-shirt line before, and then I guess it stopped and she just kept working or being a secretary. And she went back and became a teacher, but I don't know if that's her passion. Uh, Well, okay, so that's that's awesome. So you just told me she stepped into it and stopped, unfinished business, the T-shirt line, the artists. uh, And so the majority of our limiting beliefs from blocks are created before the age of seven. And then that becomes part of our subconscious. So if it sounds like the majority of what she stepped into and had to stop or or did stop for whatever mm-hmm. reasons were unfinished business, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. So and and you were you were the closest uh, to your mom? No, we didn't else? have a close relationship. No, we didn't have a close okay. relationship. But I think she projected okay. her stuff onto me. Like whatever bad thing okay. she went through, she kind of wanted me to go through. Okay. So when you looked at her, because I'm seeing, I'm seeing this energy closeness. When you looked at her, you wanted a close relationship. Is that what there? Yeah. I feel this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm feeling this. Like, that's what I, okay. And so when you're, a, you know, eight-year-old kid, six-year-old kid, four-year-old child, you're thinking, oh, what can I do to bring this to me? What can I do to have my mom be my friend, my listen to me, talk yes. to me, sit with me, draw with me, color with me, right? And so yes. what's the next best thing is I can be like her. I can, I can see what she does. And so when she mm-hmm. stepped into something or told all her stories to her friends about college or whatever, then you're listening to her going, oh. And then the pattern of here is a, a T-shirt line, oh, Unfinished business, unfinished business. So now here you are stepping into temporary positions, unfinished business, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. wanting to um, step into something and feeling like it's too far away from you. Unfinished business, right? It's too far away, I can't grab mm-hmm. it. So clear. let's clear everything wrapped around unfinished business, uh, wrapped around it's, I can't get it even if I want it. So the, the 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 connection, the relationship with your mom, I can't get it even if I want it, mm-hmm. right? That's a big yeah. one, mm-hmm. and that's about money yeah. too. I can't yeah, get money it even love. if I want yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Ooh, talk that one out. <laughs> Sometimes people's energy runs all around, but I knew I could figure it out. Um, but yeah, that's a big one. Can't get it even if I want it, even if I yeah. Beg Work for hard, it. struggle, beg for it, people yeah. please. Yes, yes, I totally. Yep. Yes. Yep. I always say to myself, I can't win. Like when I'm trying something, this thought always pops in my mind that I can't win. Okay, so now shifting that thought, 
everything that's going to take you to shift into winning is by saying it and believing it. So Mm -hmm. what you are focusing on is the end result. But what about the opportunity of what you did to be in it? So what, didn't you learn something? Wasn't it a step up to saying, oh, I was here, and now I know what I don't want to do, which is work all that. I can set my boundaries. Now I know that right. I can step into the next temporary position and what questions I need to ask. Now right. I know that <laughs> I'm really good at that. Now I know that I can also put that on my resume. So you see how you can turn all of that, which the end result of what you felt you didn't get, and turn mm-hmm. it into everything that you did get. Right. So even okay, though yeah. you had a blowout, right? You had a blowout with that woman. Mm-hmm. You work like a dog. It, you, it was probably the most uncomfortable thing you've ever had in a working experience, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. It really was. I said, yeah. never in my life. I've all, look, out of all the jobs, never. Okay. And then simply say to yourself, well, I did this, and I was really good at it. I worked really hard, and I was really good at it. I know where my threshold in value is, and I'm really good at it. So you obviously yes. know you can do all that work, and you obviously mm-hmm. know that the value of what you were doing is greater than you were receiving. So when you're doing that work, yes. you, can, you can look somebody directly in the eye, Keisha, and say, I get paid $20, $20 an hour for that. I can do it. I've done it, and that's what my pay is. Do you see how I own that? Yes, yes, yes. So you yes. learned. You won. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me just say, so I had this other uh, temp job, right, and I was getting paid, I guess, 30-something 30, 30 or whatever, and it was a lot of work. It wasn't as much work as this. It was a lot of work. And when I asked the temp agency for more money, he was like, oh, well, we have to, you know, ask them or whatever, and next thing you know, I lost the position. And I, and I didn't say I wanted to give up the position. I just said I wanted more money for the position. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that experience kind of hindered me with asking. So when I went to another tip agency and I told him what I wanted, he didn't, the position paid less. He didn't want to put me in a position because he said that I guess he felt I was going to look for something more. So that experience kind of maybe hindered me in asking for what I want or really deserve because it's like, are they going to give it to me? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a fine balance when you know the work that you do and know mm-hmm. the value of that. When you go to that agency, it's about asking them what is what in what is entailed with that dollar amount, and and then focusing on that um, box, what they're asking you to do physically in that job, and then anything okay. outside of that is where you go back to the agency and say, oh, I really love this position. However, I do know that within the, the description, I'm doing this, this, and this. And they're right. at, offering me, they're offering, don't say they're telling me, they're offering me okay. to do all this other stuff. So I'm going back to you, and within the scope of the description, what would you like me to do? You simply ask them that. So you're not grabbing and forcing them because you're obviously good. And I know temp agencies um, sometimes can. They want to be shown that they are providing excellent workers. And you're right. one of them. You're one of them. So, And then sometimes they don't want to rock the water. So there's a balance between the, the client, the agency, and you. However, okay. when you are that good, you see.
see the description, you do the description, and anything out the description, you just present that to your agency and say, okay, I love it. I'm wanting it. However, it's outside of the description. What does that mean? You simply ask them that. Right. Okay. It comes across okay. differently. Right? All right. So let's clear, yeah. let's clear yeah. the phone in your back so that you can get those jobs and they can hear you clearly. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Everywhere and everywhere that's keeping you from being heard, from being seen, from being part of being seen, from being the magnificent solution of being seen, from being the solution and seeing the solution, being the solution and seeing the solution, delete, 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 being the solution and seeing the solution all in one, uncreate, transcend, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. And I know I cleared on this, but I'm going to clear it again. Value. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping others from seeing your value, feeling your value, and the value of what you are letting go, sending out, expelling out, expanding out, uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality, everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from living in the space of being in service and the value of service and the equal exchange of service and the equal exchange of abundance and feeling and knowing and living within that space and opening up the doors in a very profound, positive way by shifting and allowing others to see and shifting and allowing others to give and shifting and allowing others to interact and exchange with you in an ease and grace way, in an ease and grace manner. The flow of this, all easy, Uncreate, transient, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from finishing all projects, from, from stepping in and seeing everything as abundant, free-flowing projects of learning and growing, learning and growing. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from knowing you receive, knowing you have, knowing you're grateful of all that abundant energy around you, through you, in you, speaking, <laughs> hearing. Uncreate, transient, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. knowing all your business is finished, that you are in it, you are having it, you are living it, you are feeling it, you are grateful for it. So Keisha and everyone else, every opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to check your book out. Thank you. Mm -hmm. 